Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. All right, friends. Hello. Happy Monday. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a good weekend. I had a bit of a win this weekend. If you listened last week, you might have heard me talking about like navigating my workout routine, how I'm going to do it. And I feel like I had a real breakthrough. Um, I was watching a ton of YouTube videos of people doing workouts and they were like warming up for five minutes on the treadmill and then they were like doing a full body workout. And I realized like I'm very into the treadmill. I like spending my time there. But at the same time, I want to do a full body workout Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And so I had, I feel like I had to pick one. And so I ended up picking the workout and I looked up like, what are the major muscle groups I need to work? I chose the workouts I wanted to do for each of those muscle groups. I did my first version of that workout yesterday. It took me about an hour and I thought, you know what? This is going to be great. (laughs) This is going to work fine. And I'll add, you know, as this becomes my new normal and this becomes something that I'm much more comfortable with, feels very easy or like, you know, at least routine, then I'll work on adding in like much more cardio and all of that. But right now I just want to like build this strength training routine for myself. So I feel really proud of that. I feel like it was a big breakthrough for me. And I feel like, you know, might as well update you all on (laughs) where we've been since we talked about this last Now, I'm so excited to just kind of have coffee with you, catch up. Today, I'm drinking an iced coffee. You might hear the, like, ice sounds. Probably shouldn't have done that. That was a little loud. But you might hear the ice sounds. I'm drinking iced coffee with a little bit of milk and a little bit of vanilla. It's not my favorite, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I got really into the brown sugar creamer from Trader Joe's. It's like an oat milk creamer and we ran out and I'm not, I'm trying not to just like go to the grocery store every time we run out of something because our grocery bill is insane. I've heard some people say it's like inflation, but also I think we're just kind of frivolous. Like we just buy what we want and uh, yeah, I'm trying to be cool about it. And not just buy everything every time I want it. But at the same time, that oat milk creamer is like $1.99. <laughs> so, like, I could probably chill. Um, but that brings me to three good things. I should have put the oat creamer on the list. My three good things today, this week, are number one, my coffee pot. 
If you don't know, I got a coffee pot for my birthday. It was very exciting for me because we have like every possible way to make coffee except for just like a regular old coffee pot. Here's where I become annoyingly consumerist. Um, I purchased a Keurig because I went to visit my brother in spring of last year and he had one and the coffee that he made me was so good and it felt so nice to be able to just have black coffee whenever I want it and we're not big black coffee like we like black coffee but we're not big just like coffee drinkers we we have an espresso machine we tend to make espresso but um it was just something really nice about it and so I used that Keurig for like a year and I realized like if we had friends over it was kind of a pain because I was having to make like multiple cups of coffee. It felt like we couldn't just have coffee on repeat. I felt like, okay, I start, I don't know. I just felt wasteful. There's just a lot of little things. I used it way more than I thought I was going to use it. So for my birthday, I asked for a coffee pot and we got one from the beautiful line. It was like $40. And the highlight of my life right now is that it brews coffee on a schedule. You, This is not new. I think we've talked about this on the podcast already. I am annoying about how much I love this, but listen, I love it. And it brews on the schedule. So at like 630 in the morning, my coffee is brewing. It's so nice. I love it. And I have like little cups, you know, that we used to use for cappuccinos or we still use for cappuccinos. I'm not like putting our espresso machine to bed yet. I'm just really into our new method. And so I can drink like three of those little cups in the morning. Over the course of the morning, my coffee stays warm. It's a dream. So, wow, good things, the coffee pot, clearly. The second is my post-workout routine. One of the things that has kept me going to do my workout is partially because I genuinely enjoy it. I'm just someone who has always liked going to the gym. You know, they always say, it's not that you don't like working out, it's that you don't like the way that you're working out. And I think for me, I kept trying to convince myself I was gonna become someone who went for like walks. And it's just not my personality. I think it's just like not a good fit (laughs) for me. I'm not like a go walk around the neighborhood kind of person. So I really enjoy the gym. And joining, rejoining just really solidified that for me. Like, this is the way I like to work out. So that being said, um, that's motivating for me. But on the days that I feel like, oh, I don't want to do this, it's the post-workout routine that gets me through. And I love it. I immediately come home and make a smoothie. Um, we use the Ritual Protein Powder, and I'm obsessed with it. It tastes so good. And... I make a smoothie with it because I'm trying to build muscle. So I, it, it, having protein right after a workout helps you build muscle. La la la. Not a, I'm not a, what is it, dietitian or a personal trainer? Obviously, I'm just like into it right now. So anyway, so I, I do the protein shake. I run a bath and I have an Epsom salt bath and drink my protein shake and read my book. And it's the highlight of my week. Three times a week, the highlight of my week. Because it's just, there's nothing like, like, working your muscles to the point of, like, being sore. And then just, like, soaking in a hot bath. It's heaven. I, I just, it's my favorite feeling ever. And I just feel like I really hacked something here. 
So that's number two. And number three is our wild grain subscription. I talked about this a little bit on Instagram before I went on sabbatical, but wild grain is basically a subscription service where you get frozen sourdough baked goods sent to your house. They stay in your freezer and then you can just bake them fresh whenever you want. I'm talking like chocolate croissants, regular croissants, like sourdough bread. I am obsessed because I love to have fresh baked bread in our house, but I don't always have the time or the energy or the emotional wherewithal to make it myself. If I can tell you how many times like I have made bread only for it to just not rise or like not do what it was supposed to do, it's not for the faint of heart, okay? And so just knowing like all I have to do is put this in the oven, bake it according to directions, and I'm going to have fat, fresh baked sourdough in my house right now. It's amazing. I'm obsessed. Um, the other thing I will tell you, I am an affiliate for Wild Grains. So I feel like you always have to disclose that. That's not why they're on my list today, but if you're interested in wild grain, I am an affiliate and they're giving out free croissants. Like you get a free, a set of free croissants in your box, I think for like a year. Let me, let me fact check that for you guys before I go. Yeah. A free croissants in every box, $10 off your first box for the first 50 people who sign up. So I'll put the link in the show notes for you guys so that you can access that. But Again, they're not sponsoring me. I just do have an affiliate code with them and it's a pretty solid one. But anyway, it's on my top three good things list because I'm baking sourdough this week and I'm very, very, very excited about it. Okay, let's get into what I've been thinking about this week. But first, a little a little coffee sip. So I've been thinking a lot about expectations for special occasions, birthdays, Valentine's Day, Christmas, anniversaries. I am just someone who gets the sads, right? Like for years, I've been trying to understand why I get the special occasion sads. I think it's partially because I'm a seven, like the way that my brain operates is that I cope in, in sad moments in everyday life or in mundane moments, I cope by planning and dreaming of things that could feel good later, right? So I think about what my birthday is going to be like and how fun it's going to be and all the amazing things I'm going to do and all the ways I'm going to feel. So much so that like real life rarely gets to live up to that, right? Like I create this like really magical version of it in my mind and then real life seems kind of lackluster in comparison. Or like if any bad thing happens that day, then it's a ruined day, which isn't typically how I operate on a normal basis. But it's like these special occasions become like all or nothing, um, the other thing is that, you know, maybe because of my childhood, you know, like the other day I was talking to Obi because y'all for my birthday, I told him exactly what I wanted. I said, I want a coffee pot and I want knitting stuff. I want all of the supplies I need to knit. And I didn't ask for anything else. Okay. And he gave me exactly what I asked for, which is the right thing to do. And I was disappointed, which is ridiculous because we've tried all the other ways and it's just kind of like come to this like realization that like 
I'm going to be sad on my birthday. Like, I'm just going to be sad. And the truth is, like, all of the presents he's ever gotten me, I have loved later. Like, he got me this, like, um, tank top one time that in the beginning I was like, I don't know, this doesn't really feel like me. I It's not really my style. I feel like you don't, like, know me. <laughs> so he, like, got that for me. And now I wear it literally every chance I get. Like, if it's clean, I'm going to try and wear it. And so it actually has nothing to do with whether or not it was a good fit for me. He knew I would like it. He knew it was the right fit. But I was weird about it. And it's just because, like, I'm sad. So anyway, the other day we were talking about it. And I was like, I'm impossible to buy gifts for. Like, I just, it's just a guaranteed not going to feel good. It always sucks. And he was like, or maybe you just like grew up not feeling like people knew you really well and like like people in your life didn't really understand you or that they didn't take the time to really get to know who you were and so you look for evidence that I do know you and I was like yeah that's that's probably true and I think you know there's so that's partially I'm a seven I have these like idealistic standards partially I'm trying to like fulfill my childhood pain points through adulthood. Um, But I think it's likely because I'm putting all of my hopes for feeling loved, seen, valued into a single day. And that kind of kills the opportunity for it to actually feel that way. Like if I'm always disappointed by whatever present my husband gets me, then buying me presents isn't fun anymore. (laughs) Like it feels like a huge risk. Or if I'm looking for like every bad thing that could happen to me, then the good things are going to not seem as as good. Um, and, and honestly, this year, friends, my birthday was comically bad. Like it was just like a day of hijinks. I got a bad haircut earlier in the week, one that I mean, one that I didn't like. And I was trying to figure out how to style it. And I was really trying to avoid it. But on my birthday, I was like, okay, today's the day I'm going to wash, blow dry, style my hair, and really just figure out how I like to wear it. And I did that. I washed my hair. I was styling it and my blow dryer broke. So I was like, man, I don't want to go out. I don't want to be seen. I feel, I was feeling like self-conscious, which isn't even my personality. Normally I would just like put a hat on, braid my hair, whatever, and just like roll with it. I'm not very like image conscious as a person, but I don't know. It's just like my birthday. Things get weird. So that happened. And then everywhere I wanted to go that day was closed, which is one of my biggest frustrations with where we live. We live in Asheville and it's big, like small business city. But the the problem with that is that it's also a tourist city. So things that happen are that people will only open on the weekends, which is infuriating because there's nowhere to go because when you're a local on the days you actually want to go out, like I don't go out on the weekends anymore because our city is like so overrun with tourists. It's like unbearable. So I'll like stay home and go out on like Monday through Wednesday, but nothing's open. And so then there was this one place that I've been wanting to go, like a plant shop, and they're usually open on Thursdays. And so I was like, okay, it's Thursday. I'm going to go. And they were just closed, no note, no sign, nothing. They were just closed. And I was like, I'm done. And like the restaurants I wanted to go to, the coffee shop I wanted to go to, just like everything was closed with no explanation. 
and it was really disappointing. I was very sad about it. Um, I also like got a bunch of bad food. I was like, I was trying to go to new places and the food was just bad. I was, I was pretty disappointed. Um, our kiddo was sick, so we couldn't go out for birthday dinner. We, we ordered in, which was great and perfectly fine. It was just like not ideal. Then we had like this drama that we haven't had in so long. There's this person in our life who kind of tends to bring in some drama. We have not had to deal with that in months. And all of a sudden it pops up like on my birthday and I was being so like self-pitying about it. Like it's my birthday. <laughs> it's like embarrassing to admit, but whatever, you know, we're human. And then the last thing, uh, I ended the night with like stomach issues. And I was like, okay, this is a lesson from the universe on just like perspective and tolerance and like letting it just be a normal day because this is this attitude that I'm like bringing to celebrations is not working for me and the truth is that it's it's just kind of a matter of perspective right like there's so many good things about that day like my husband was incredibly patient and supportive he let me just like complain and be frustrated and he just sat with me for all of those feelings I got free Starbucks I went to Target and I got, um, I think they gave you like 5% off at Target on your birthday. And then as I was checking out, the lady at Target was like, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. And then people in line were like, happy birthday. And I was like, it felt so like people are so lovely. I got to go to the local bookstore in our town, Malaprops, and sign books. And I bought myself a bunch of books for my birthday as a gift, and that was really fun. And we went to dinner the weekend after my birthday and had the loveliest dinner and had the loveliest time. I got an affogato for dessert. It was just absolute perfection. So I think the reality, right, is that I can focus on all the bad that happened and be like, this was a terrible day. Or I can focus on all the good that happened and call it a great day. And what's most likely is that it's both. It's just like every single other day of the year, a mix of good and bad experiences. And we can choose to focus on that the experiences that feel good, or we can choose to focus on the ones that don't. And I'm not saying like there's a moral right here that like you should always think positively and if you let yourself slip into negativity, it's like a failure. I think we're human. So we have just a natural ebb and flow of these things, different things that trigger them, that make us, you know, more sensitive to the negative. So for me, right, that's special events, special occasions. It's like I expect them to be without flaw. And so the more that I reject the discomfort, the more I experience it, which has honestly been my seven Enneagram work in general. And I think as sevens, the more we resist suffering, the harder it is to let the suffering have its natural flow in our lives so that it comes in and leaves a little bit quicker, right? I think we end up lingering on it if we aren't allowing it to flow through us. And this actually reminds me of a quote I read from Thich Nhat Hanh recently. I've been reading his book, Your True Home, every morning this year, and this day really stuck out to me. So I'm going to read it to you now. Flowers and garbage are both organic in nature. So looking deeply into the nature of a flower, you can see the presence of the compost in the garbage. 
The flower is going to turn into garbage, but don't be afraid. You are a gardener, and you have in your hands the power to transform garbage into flowers, into fruit, into vegetables. You don't throw anything away because you are not afraid of garbage. Your hands are capable of transforming it into flowers or lettuce or cucumbers. The same thing is true for your happiness and your sorrow. Sorrow, fear, and depression are all a kind of garbage. These bits of garbage are part of our real life, and we must look deeply into their nature. You can practice in order to turn these bits of garbage into flowers. It is not only your love that is organic, your hate is too. So you should not throw anything out. All you have to do is learn how to transform your garbage into flowers. So those are my thoughts and celebrations. Um, a little bit about what happened for me last week. I went to the office for the first time. I came back in, worked at my co-work again for the first time, felt incredibly productive. That was so nice. It's, it's underrated how much your workspace impacts how focused you can be. I had the luckiest day with the kiddo. Um, this is kind of like the opposite of that celebration, like my birthday, where you start to notice everything going wrong. The kiddo and I had like this day where it felt like everything is going right. Like everything is going our way. We went to the movies and when we were at the movies, they gave us free movie tickets. Like randomly, they were like, hey, here's two free movie tickets for the next time you want to come. And then we went to this like little magic shop in town where I get my like ritual candles and stuff and cards. And they gave our kiddo a gift bag. They were like, it's our, um, their anniversary of being in business. And they were giving out, they had like gift bags to give out and they gave one to the kiddo. And then we went to go get boba and we got into boba and they were like, hey, listen, why don't you pick out some stickers to our kid and just let him pick out some stickers. And it was like, what's happening? Everywhere we went, we were just having like the luckiest day. And we felt so connected and like so vibey off of it. Like we were like, something's really in the air today for us. And it felt so fun. And then the third last week, I read Fragile Things by Neil Gaiman. Um, I love Neil Gaiman. I have loved a lot of his books. I haven't read any collections of short stories of his before. And this one has been really, really fun. There's The thing about him that I like is it just feels like he loves to write. And you can feel that in the stories. Like you're like, you're having so much fun writing this book. I wouldn't say this is my favorite book of his I've read. So if you are like new to Neil Gaiman and you haven't read any of his stuff before, my first book was The Ocean at the End of the Lane. And it's my personal favorite. Um, I also really like Neverwhere. I read that in October and it was very fun. My husband says American Gods is like his favorite, but I haven't read that yet. So, but Ocean at the End of the Lane is where I want everyone to start because that's where I started. But that's what's been going on for me this week. What I'm feeling vulnerable about, I am feeling vulnerable about my new bangs. <laughs> I got my bangs. I just haven't figured out how to style them yet in a way that I like. I did have a moment yesterday where I liked them, but that's about been the max of it. I'm just kind of like letting them grow out until I feel like I figure out what I'm doing with them. I don't know. Um, the other thing I'm feeling vulnerable about is making time to do everything that I feel like I need to do in order to do my job well um, without hiring someone. 
Which brings me to number three, which is deciding which I should hire someone. Or if that's even in my budget right now, I'm trying to be a, a person who saves and who doesn't feel like they're like maxing out. Like I don't want to have a high overhead as a business. It's something that's really important to me. But at the same time, at some point, it's like you can't grow your business without hiring help. And so there's like this weird mixture. I have a lot of help currently. I just am one, there's some, some other projects that I might need help with and I just need to figure out if it's something that I should do or if I should hire someone else to do it. And I don't know yet. Um, and then I'm feeling proud of my new workout routine. I feel proud of like figuring that out. It was a really cool puzzle. I feel like I've, I worked the puzzle. And then making reels for the podcast. I've been doing that this past week. And I think it's something that promotes the podcast well. It's something that I enjoy doing. It kind of solves multiple problems for me and my business. And um, I think they're really fun. I hope I can keep it up because I really like it. So I hope that it's something I can maintain. And then we've been doing weekly money meetings. My husband and I, we are um, just navigating those things together better than we ever have before. Talking about it every single week. Our meetings are so productive and super helpful. We don't just talk about money. I call them money meetings, but we talk about who's cooking dinner what night, um, you know, what we have on our plates, who's going to be more stressed, what that could look like. But in general, we also talk about like, what's our money look like? What are our goals? That sort of thing. But that's something I'm feeling really proud of as well, just the consistency we've had with that. Now my core desired feelings for the month of February. So I chose new ones for the month of February and it feels strange. It's like I don't quite know them yet. They don't quite belong to me. By the end of January, after doing, I've been doing this practice of naming my core desired feelings in the morning, honoring how I like tried to live into them that day at the end of the day. And it made me feel so connected to those words and those feelings. So now it feels like I'm kind of getting to know these for the first time. But I chose for the month of February, loving. I want to feel like I'm loving. I'm giving love. I am loved. I want to feel creative. I want to feel connected to my creativity. And I want to feel effortless. Like I'm not forcing or pushing or driving. I'm just letting life be easy. But how I intend to do that this week, I will show love this week to Obi by empathizing with his feelings. I know other people don't have to choose to do that, (laughs) but I'm a seven. I want to fix your feelings. It's very hard for me to sit with them. And I want to show Obi my sweet, sweet for love by just empathizing with their feelings. To our kiddo, I'm going to make time to play with them this week, just kind of have one-on-one hang time before the week is over. And then for me, I'm going to show love to myself by drinking lots of water, Um, just really staying as hydrated as I like to be. Creativity, I will be creative this week by finishing my scarf that I'm knitting and unplugging both in the mornings and the evenings. And then effortless, I'm going to intend to be effortless this week by allowing my capacity to be whatever my capacity is instead of trying to make my capacity what I 
think it should be. And let's do a little update on my self-care challenge from last week. Basically, I forgot (laughs) that I was doing it. Um, My self-care challenge was to do a no-spend week. I did pretty well. I I wouldn't say I spent a ton of money. And I will say, I don't think I shopped at all. I went out for one coffee. So, I mean, I don't really, I think I kind of did a no-spend week other than the coffee. And then... Um, it did actually help me because I had something that I would have normally just hit buy on in my, like my Amazon cart, um, that I just put in the cart and haven't purchased yet. And I think that that's growth. (laughs) And then this week, I already started doing this one today because I was writing like out, uh, the podcast outline and, I was like, oh, I should, I might as well just go ahead and start. And that is actually taking my breaks when I do my Pomodoros. So if you aren't familiar, Pomodoro is a productivity technique where you work for 25 minutes and then you take a five minute break. And once you've done four of those like 25 minute work sessions, you take a bit of a longer break, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And normally... I tell you all, take your breaks, make sure you take time to drink some water, go to the bathroom, take a little walk, stretch, and I don't do it, okay? That's the truth, okay? That's my confession is I don't take my breaks because I get into flow and I just feel like, well, if I can, if I'm in a productive mode, why would I want to step away? But the reality is there's a million benefits to stepping away. It's good for your eyesight to not be looking at a screen. It's good for your parasympathetic nervous system to not be like so honed in and focused for that long, to like take breaks looking away, activating your peripheral vision. Um, It's good for your body to not sit for that long in a a row, like to get up and stretch. Um, And I think it's just like generally like good for your mental health, you know, and ultimately good for your productivity if you really let the system work. So I've been doing that today and it has worked. It's been really nice actually. (laughs) And um, I've gotten to like do little tasks around the house, um, which feel good because I'm like moving my body, which is what I'm craving because I work at a computer. And yeah, I think it's going to be nice. We'll see. Then um, on the podcast this week, tomorrow we are debunking the myth that you have to be a morning person to reach your goals. Wednesday, I'm answering a question texted into the phone line on other people's reaction to your expression of anger. And Thursday, we're talking about creativity as self-care. On Friday, I have someone in mind for an interview, but I am waiting to hear back on the confirmation. So Friday is going to be a wild card, but I think it should be fun. So friends, as we enter into this week, I wonder if we can hold the complexity of life being both good and bad and everything in between, even on the days we think it shouldn't, allowing ourselves to be okay even when life is not. And I'm going to end with another quote from Thich Nhat Hanh on this topic. Do not fight against pain. Do not fight against irritation or jealousy. Embrace them with the great tenderness as though you were embracing a little baby. Your anger is yourself and you should not be violent toward it. The same thing goes for all of your emotions. Thank you all so much for joining me today and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.